Tonight, as we uh, look at Jonah, we see Jonah is in the midst of a storm. But you know something tonight? That storm, thank God, was uh, no surprise to the Lord. We see one verse of Scripture tonight. If you found the chapter number 1 in the book of Jonah, would you stand with us as we read one verse of Scripture? Ricky, I'm going to go to the lapel if that'd be okay tonight. The Bible tonight in the book of Jonah, chapter 1 and verse 17, if you found that, will you say amen? amen? The Bible says, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. You may be seated. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this one scripture. Lord, we thank you tonight, Lord God, for what you've allowed us to see in this scripture. Father, we pray tonight, dear God, Lord, that you would sit down tonight, Lord God, in our laps. And Lord God, I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd make this one verse of Scripture, Lord God, relevant to each of our lives this evening. I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd make it real. Lord, I pray tonight, dear God, that you'd our garden patches. Lord God, if there's anything in our lives, Lord God, that does not belong, I pray tonight, God, that you'd just... Lord, I pray you'd cut the sucker branches off of our tomato plants, Lord. I pray to God, Lord, that everything that we grow, Lord God, would bring you much fruit. Lord, I pray you'd save the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage your child of God. I pray tonight, Heavenly Father, God, Lord, for the child of God, Lord, that's in the midst of the battle, help us tonight, Lord God, to find reassurance. Help us tonight, Lord God, to find reconciliation. And help us tonight, Lord. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done. We give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, together the church says. Amen. Amen. Why is it that we worry tonight? I thought tonight the book of Jonah is a very peculiar book. And I believe tonight it is one of the only prophets that the Lord Jesus Christ referred to to in his day according to the scripture tonight. Uh, We find the New Testament scripture that Jesus said as Jonah was in the belly of the well so shall the son of man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. Uh, We find tonight that Jonah found himself uh, uh, if you were here two, three Wednesdays ago I believe it was Brother Adam preached a beautiful message yet we've got to get Jonah out of the boat and I'll tell you tonight I truly don't believe I'll forget that message what a beautiful time that the Lord gave us that night but tonight I want us to realize tonight that as these mariners and Jonah were in the midst of the storm there was some fear there was some doubt there was some worry we know according to the scripture that we've already been through that according to the word of God the men they rode and they rode and they rode according to the word of God in order to try to get Jonah to the other side and we also know tonight that Jonah said for I know that for my sake this great temptest is upon you what Jonah was simply saying in verse number 12 is he was saying you tonight are affected by the storm that God has prepared for me let me just simply say tonight I believe that a 
America is under judgment. Now, I do not believe that it is the final judgment. Amen. I, I believe that one day there will be a judgment. Amen. That America will stand with the goats. Amen. I believe tonight that America, I believe, as let's go just a little bit further, I believe that this world, amen, is under judgment. And do you know tonight that judgment many times in the Word of God is not final? Let me explain what I mean by that. We find several occasions in the scripture uh, where God changes his mind uh, amen. and now the scripture does not contradict itself uh, we know that the scripture says I am the Lord thy God and I change not uh, we also know tonight that in the book of Genesis uh, that the Bible teaches that God said that it repented him uh, amen that he'd ever made man to begin with uh, amen why preacher uh, honey because man had let God down because that man had grown wicked in the eyes of the Lord. At that time, God gave judgment upon the earth and God destroyed the earth with water. There were only eight souls that escaped planet earth at that time by the flood. According to the scripture, we find tonight that was Noah. We know that it was his wife. We know that it was Shem, Ham, and Japheth and their wives. We know that there were eight, and according to the book of, or according to the study of numerology or biblical numbers, we find tonight that the. Eight means uh, new beginning. Uh, now let me say tonight, you and I are not under the law uh, in 2023. Uh, you and I are under grace. And amen. Uh, and just like Brother Jonah here, uh, well let me first of all, you, you may be sitting here uh, and you may be listening uh, and you may say, Preacher, I do not follow what you're saying. I thought judgment was final uh, with the Lord. Uh, well let me just show you what I mean. We know according to the word of God, God told Jonah to rise up in Jonah chapter number one, amen, and go to a land according to the word of God. The Bible told, the Bible tells us in Jonah chapter one, in verse number two, and arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Now let me just stop right there and say this. I want you to know tonight, if judgment if every judgment of God was final, uh, every white lie that you tell, uh, every time that you break the speed limit, uh, if God's judgment was final every time, uh, you would not have an opportunity to repent. Uh, you would, amen, uh, amen. Uh, if God's judgment was final every time, uh, amen, as soon as you sinned, uh, you'd be cast into hell. Uh, but can I clear me off a spot tonight? Uh, build me a fence. Uh, and say thank God for grace. Thank God that when I fail, He's a forgiving God. He said, my little children, write unto you these things that ye sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Who is that? That's Christ Jesus the righteous. And He is a propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. You know what that means? That means 
means when you get in the flesh and when you disobey God, amen, and you may find a little chastisement, God is judging you and He's judging you guilty. But thank God He doesn't cast you into hell right then, but He gives you grace and an opportunity to repent. But understand that there will come a time that grace will run out and you will cross the mercy line and judgment will be final. But not always. But one day judgment will end. In death. Amen. According to the scripture, you say, preacher, what do you mean? Well, we find tonight in the book of Jonah in chapter 1, I want you to think about it for just a minute. Why is it do we worry? Oh, brother Jonah, he, he escaped. God told him to go to Nineveh. He goes to Tarsus. And do you remember tonight, according to the word of God, brother Jonah had to pay his own way to run from God. Amen? And we find that he's on board of a ship and he is there with some experienced crew members. And out there in the middle of the sea, there is a great tempest, a great storm, according to the Word of God. And can I tell you tonight what Jonah do? Amen. Oh, Brother Jonah kind of hid. Amen. According to the Word of God, we find tonight in verse number 5, And the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth his wares and that were in the ship into the sea to lighten it of them. But Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship. You know what that is? That's guilt. Amen. What's that mean, preacher? How many of us know that when we do wrong... We want to hide. Amen. Do you realize that there's coming a judgment day, Brother Roger, where people are going to cry for the rocks and the mountains? Amen. To cover them up and to kill them. And no man is able to die according to the Scripture. And according to the verse number 6, the end of verse number 5, but Jonah was gone down into the sides of the ship and he lay and was fast asleep. How in the world do you get away from everybody when you're in the middle of a storm. Can I tell you tonight, let's just be honest. I'm the kind of person when I'm going through a storm, I'm talking a spiritual storm, I don't want anybody else to know about my battle. Don't judge me. Amen. I like to just, I don't want to tell you how bad it is. I'm just being honest with you. I'm not looking for your sympathy. Most of the time, I know what I did and why it's happened. Most of the time, I know that the storm I am in is a storm of my own making. We know according to the Word of God, the Bible teaches tonight that Jonah said, For this cause are ye in this tempest, according to the Word of God. We know tonight that Brother Jonah realizes that all these people that are on board the ship are in the midst of this storm because he is rebelling, because he is running from God. Now, preacher, are you saying that every time that the devil is after me, I'm in a storm? No, don't take that out of context. Amen? Now, the Bible teaches tonight that your adversary, the devil, seeking whom he may devour. Amen? If the devil is chasing you, that is not a storm storm. That is a warfare. 
See, there's a difference between the warfare, the spiritual man. Amen. We're spirit-filled. The spiritual man in the flesh. Amen. The, the devil is after us. But it's another thing to be under the judgment of God. As a child of God, God judges everything that we do. You say, preacher, I don't know that I could go along with that. Well, let's just see what the Word of God says. Okay, I want you to understand tonight, honey, that you may be in a spiritual storm right now and you may have come into the church wondering why am I in this storm well let me just tell you tonight we find tonight according to the word of God honey that brother Job was in the midst of a storm amen that he did not create would you agree with me right there but I want you to know tonight that brother Job's righteous living got him into that mess amen you say preacher I don't believe that well did you not remember what God said, amen, there cometh the day that the sons of God came together and Satan came also. Thank you, Lord. And we find according to the word of God, God offered up Job and said, Hast thou considered my good and faithful servant Job? For there is none like him in all the earth. Am I in the book tonight, church? Amen. You know what? Tonight I don't want God offering me up. Amen. Amen. I want to stay in my little hedge. Amen. Lord, don't take me out of my hedge. Amen. Let me build that fence up real big, Lord. Keep me here. Amen. Do you remember tonight, honey, that the Bible teaches that the devil came? Amen. The Bible teaches that the devil raised his hand of affliction against Job. And his whole purpose of coming against Job was not to judge him, but it was to tempt him, to test him, that he may refute his testimony, amen. According to the Word of God, the Bible teaches, I believe, in the 40th chapter of the book of Job, amen, that Job sinned not, amen, in all that he did. And do you know, according to the Word of God, amen, God made Job's so-called friends offer up burnt offerings because of their perspective, amen. I'm sick and tired of this bunch that runs around and says, well, you got a cold or you got the flu you must have done something against God no we're living in a world that's full of sickness amen we're living in a world that's full of turmoil not everything that comes into your life is the judgment of God but we know according to the word of God that Jonah was specifically told to rise up and to go to Nineveh According to the book of Jonah in the chapter number 1, I believe down around verse 1, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah saying, Amen, the son of Amittai. Do you understand tonight that when set inside of a church house and God starts speaking to our heart to stand and testify in our little our hearts sound like the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Amen. Just a running, just a thumping, can't hold them down. And you sit there and you say, well, I don't want to get up, Lord. I don't want to stand up in front of these fine people. And before long, somebody else gets up and gives the very same testimony that you were going to give. Immediately, you feel the conviction. You feel the guilt. Amen. That's how we know we're a child of God. Amen. 
Well, what are you saying tonight, preacher? How about whenever God tells you to go somewhere, whenever God tells you to witness for somebody, or maybe God just give you instruction. Maybe God called you to sing a song and you didn't sing a song, or maybe God called you, uh, whatever the case may be, just to be obedient, uh, and you uh, did not do that. We'll tell you tonight, God's going to judge those actions. Uh, amen. And God's going to cast judgment. Uh, and many times... To correct those actions, I want you to look with me tonight. I ain't even got into the preaching. Amen. You pray for the preacher. I look with me in verse number seventeen. We see three things here tonight. I got to make it real like in a hurry. Amen. We see tonight. Now the Lord had prepared. Let's stop right there. We see the Creator. Well, who's the Creator? Do you remember in the book of Genesis? In the beginning, God, Amen, created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and face. And darkness was upon the face of the earth. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Let's stop right there. That word God in the beginning. Amen. In the beginning, God. Amen. That word God is Strong's word. Amen. In the Hebrew, I believe it's 410, if I'm not mistaken. It is Elohim. E L O H E E N. I believe it is. And according to, amen, the word of God, it is God in three persons. That word in Hebrew speaks plurality. Amen. Do you know what that is? That's God the Father. That's God the Son. And that's God the Holy Ghost. We find in the beginning God created, amen, the heavens and the earth. We see the Father and the Spirit of God that we see the Holy Ghost then we fast forward to the gospel of John chapter 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God amen and the same was in the beginning with God and all things were made were made by him and without him was not anything made that which was made down around verse 14 and the word became flesh amen and we beheld his glory understand we see the word of God God spoke that is Jesus amen the Word of God. So we see here in John 1 and 17, we see the Creator. Remember in Ecclesiastes 12 and verse 1, remember now thy Creator. Amen. Isaiah 41 and 20 says that the hand of the Lord hath done this. The Holy One of Israel hath created it. Amen. 43 and 1 says, but now thus saith the Lord that created thee. Amen tonight that thank God this world did not evolve into what it is today amen this world did not be become something because of a meteor hitting another meteor amen it had a master designer it is God the great architect you understand this earth is not an accident you're not an accident you say preacher mom and dad they got pregnant with me when I was was born and it was an accident no it wasn't amen God formed you in your mother's womb he knew you and you were not a surprise to him God is our creator amen he said I knew thee when thou were in amen when thou were in yeah not before you not after you were born but when you were 
when that sperm, amen, got a hold of that egg, thank God in conception, you know what that conception brought forth? Thank you, Lord. It brought forth life. Amen, amen, and amen. I want you to know we see the Creator. Now the Lord had prepared. We see the Creator, but look at the creation. A great fish to swallow up Jonah. I have heard people say, well, there is no way that a whale could swallow a human being. Let me just stop right there and say, you have no idea. Now, I'll be honest with you. I've got friends that won't swim in the Canal River. Chickens. I've got friends. Amen. I've heard, them, I've heard some of them, Brother Brian, tell stories, amen, about catfish down there big enough to, as a Volkswagen bug. Now, whether that's true or not, boy, I sure would like to get my hook in one, amen. What a fillet. Boy, we'd have a fish fry, wouldn't we, amen. But you understand tonight that you miss the part where the Bible says tonight that God prepared, where the Lord prepared. You say, preacher, if you take a killer whale or you take a blue whale... Or a sperm whale, you take any of these whales, none of their throats are big enough to swallow a man. If you look at the whales, preacher, most of the whales eat on them little fish because their throats are not big enough. Yeah, but you missed it. The Bible says that the Lord prepared a great fish. You know what I believe the Lord did? Amen. I did. Amen. What Sister Mary had. I believe the Lord stretched that fish's esophagus. Amen. I bet he stretched out that throat so Jonah would go right on in. You say, preacher, that's Hogwarts. No, neighbor. God prepared it. And we need not worry because God's in control. Now, if God has cast judgment on you and you're in a storm, I want to help you. God's provided a way for you to get through that storm. He is our refuge, our very present help in trouble. He is the rock of our salvation and the horn and the buckler. Glory, glory, glory. Do you remember whenever Saul was after King David? Old David hid himself down there in the cave of Dulham. And he looked out and he saw Saul down there camping out. Remember what David did? David was being pursued. David was in a mess. The king was pursuing after David. You know what David did? David went down there, could have took Saul's life. But he cut part of his garment off. Amen, I'm still in the book. And he held that garment up and showed Saul. I could have killed you if I wanted. Now I'm paraphrasing, all right? I'm speaking a little bit of redneck, so you just bear with me. I could have killed you if I wanted to, but I gave you grace. And you know what God does to each and every one of His children of God who disobeys Him? He gives us grace. You say, preacher, you got any other scripture for that? How about that prodigal son? Amen. That Brother Dennis was testifying about tonight. Amen. Went down there, spent all that he had uh, on righteous living, ran from his father's house. Uh, Amen. You know what God allowed? 
nothing to do. He allowed him to come back home. And no matter what kind of storm you're in, man, that God has cast judgment on you. Maybe you've been disobedient. Maybe God give you a song to sing. Maybe God give you a testimony to testify. Maybe God's trying to make you a shouter. Amen. Jennifer, did you catch that? Maybe God's trying to give you something. Now, I'm not preaching on Jennifer. She testified the other night about shouting. Hallelujah. All I'm saying tonight is maybe God's given you or me something and we have been disobedient. You know what God will do? He will judge us. Amen. And He will convict us of our sin against Him. He will chastise us and He'll give us a way of escape. You say, preacher, I don't know that I believe that. Oh, Jonah was out there on the middle of a water hole. Amen. And the wind was blowing. The waves were high and they were beating against that ship. The mariners could not control it and they threw Jonah overboard in the midst of the sea. God didn't let Jonah drown. God didn't let a shark get a hold of Jonah. God didn't let an electric eel get a hold of Jonah. God sent away so Jonah could be rescued. You understand no matter what you're going through, God will make a way so you can get through the storm. We see the Creator we see the creation. Thank you, Lord Jesus, tonight. I, let me just stop right here and say, I'm glad God made a way so you and I could repent. I believe, and I don't have any Bible to back up my numbers, but I believe that about 95% of the spiritual storms that we encounter. God's not trying to punish us. All God's trying to do is to put us in a position to repent. Huh. What do you mean, preacher? You remember how Jonah got out of that fish's belly? Amen. You say, preacher, that fish vomited him out. Not before he prayed. Not before he repented. Amen. Neighbor, God will put you on your back. Get you looking up. Amen. Brother Dennis, God will help... God to help us by putting the pressures of life on us. When we feel like just throwing our hands up, pulling our hair out, amen. Whenever we feel like just throwing in the towel and quitting, what God's trying to do, He's trying to make us realize that if we ever needed the Lord before, we sure do need Him now. He's trying to, amen. Why do we worry? Why do we run from God? Amen. I'll tell you tonight, it's in our nature. we got a sinful nature. We we want to be disobedient because of the flesh. But thank God for grace. And thank God tonight that God always makes a way. I've seen people live like the devil. I mean live adulterous, drunkards lifestyle. And get on their deathbed. Conviction. Get a hold of them. You say, preacher, they just repenting because they're dying. Maybe you realize that God will put you down way below the bottom. And if God got to take your life with a chronic illness to get you to look up, say, preacher, God wouldn't do that. Sarah, how about your daddy? Amen. Remember Sarah kept requesting prayer here in the church? Would you pray for my daddy? 
pray that God would save him. God would do whatever it takes. Sarah, was that not your prayer? You know what God did? God got him to a position where God judged him guilty, just like he does you and I. He judged us guilty unto the place where we have to get to wherever it may be. For Sarah's Christian father. (laughs) Don't that sound good? For Sarah's... For Sarah's Christian daddy, the place he had to get to before he repented was facing death. But you realize the place you have to get to before repenting may be different. It may be coming in a church on Wednesday evening. Nobody knows what you're going through. Nobody knows what you're wrestling with. Right now the holy God of heaven may be hoeing in your garden patch and all he's trying to do is to get you to a place where you say, Lord, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me of my sins? You say, preacher, do you really think God would do that? Well, let's just look on and see what the Word of God says, okay? I believe the Word of God is the best commentary for the Word of God. Amen? The Bible says to now another word, amen, now the Lord, in verse 17, now the Lord had prepared a great fish. Uh, uh, Jennifer, do you know that song, uh, Why Do We Worry? I can't, uh, would you come tonight and get ready to sing that? I'm almost done, I promise you tonight. If that'd be all right tonight, uh, amen, listen tonight. In verse 17, he said, now the word of, or now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. Look at this scripture tonight. I want you to look at the correction. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. You know what God was doing? Amen. He was singling Jonah out. He was isolating him, getting him to the place where he was all alone. There was no help, Brother Mike. He couldn't call down there to Nineveh and say, Nineveh, I'm coming. He couldn't call to the mariners and say, Captain, I need your help. He was all alone. And God had allowed Jonah to be put in a position in the bottom of that fish's belly to where he repented. So let me me make sure that we follow this. God gave an order for Jonah to go to Nineveh. Jonah didn't listen. God cast judgment. His judgment was, amen, because Jonah was a rebellious Christian. Like you and I. So God put Jonah in a storm. But what Jonah didn't realize, what the mariners on board didn't realize, is they were rowing that boat. God was providing a way for Jonah to get through the storm. Not for, not listen, not so that Jonah could disobey again, although he does in another place here. Not so that Jonah could shake his fist to God, but so Jonah would repent. The Lord is our refuge. There's times in our life I think we take church for granted. I I think there's times that we just come to church to go through the motions. We just come to church because it's Wednesday night. Well, I wonder what the preacher, I know what he's going to do. He's going to be in Jonah. Amen. Where's he at, honey? He's going to be in verse 17. Well, I done read that. I don't know what in the world that old fella can pull out there. Well, I wonder who's going to sing. Well, I guess it's time for us to go to church. We just go. 
But do you realize tonight what this is? It is a refuge. No matter what storm you're going through, what God is trying to do for each of us, and each of those on Facebook, each of those listening maybe at a later time on social media, is God is trying to put us in a position where all God really wants us to do before we go to extreme, before we go too far, is He just wants us to look up and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Now listen to me. Brother Jeff, Jennifer and Adam sings a song. Don't cross the mercy line. There will come a time of us saying no, Lord, and rebelling against God so much that we can cross that mercy line. We can rebel so much against God that He finally just wipes His hands, turns us over to a reprobate. Amen. No hope. You say, preacher, I don't believe that's biblical. The book of Romans, chapter 1. Listen to what I'm telling you tonight. If you're going through a storm, it ain't none of nobody's business. Amen? It's between you and the Lord. You say, preacher, you put me in this storm. I've been blamed for a lot of things, but that's the first time I've been blamed for putting you in a storm. Amen? I promise you, the reason that we might be in a storm tonight is because of our disobedience. You say, preacher, I don't know that I'm in a storm. I just feel like I'm afflicted. I feel like the devil's after me. Then that's just the warfare. See, remember, there's a difference between the warfare and the storm. Preacher, what's the difference? When you're in a warfare, that means you're living right. That means you've got your battle armor on. Amen. Now listen to me. The devil won't bother you if he's already got you. Amen. You say, preacher, he's nipping to my heels. Thank God you just keep going forward, neighbor. The devil tonight wants to destroy you. That's the warfare. But if we find ourselves in a storm tonight, most of the time, that's because maybe we've been disobedient to the Lord.